Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're, you're listening, listening to ghost, ghost host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian, Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the ghost host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. This is April, the Psychic Housewife in New Jersey, featured on the Travel Channel's The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal. Congratulations, Sophia. I love you and I'm so proud of you. 
That's right. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Thank you, Rob Sirik, the site founder of LiveParanormal.com, and now we're on GhostHunting.com, too, as well. So you can see us there. Feel free to jump into LiveParanormal.com or the GhostHunting.com chat room. Get yourself an avatar and you're part of the LP family. Uh, any questions for our guests, make sure they're all caps in the chat room, too, as well, so we can discern among the conversations there. And thank you to all of our moderators. Thank you guys throughout the years for patching us through at live events when we had no internet feed or anything. Thank you guys so much over the years for your help. Feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. As today, we welcome Travel Channel and Discovery Plus's Kindred Spirits, executive producer, host, and investigator, Adam Berry. He's an author, too, as well. We'll get into his books as well. Um, as He's, he's going to be here to, uh, promoting the new season of uh, Kindred Spirits. That's going to be starting on January 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So everybody put DVR that, and it's going to be streaming all day long on Discovery Plus and, yeah, on Travel Channel that night. Upcoming, we have renowned astrologer Jeff Harmon. He's going to be providing live 2023 predictions on uh, next Saturday, the 21st. Also, Travel Channel, Discovery Plus, the uh, Michigan Hell House host investigator Steve Shippey and also Cindy Kazo will be on the program. Uh, they bumped it by two weeks, so uh, we're going to find out what date that falls on. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. So like the Ghost of Sophia Temporelli Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. We post them there. And also, too, today, the Fear uh, F- uh, Fair Festival. That's going on right now in San Bernardino with Dave Schrader, Ben Hansen, All Day Live Bands, Tattooist, Illusionist, and a Freak Show. It's a major event going on out there. So everyone visit thefearfair.com. That's thefearfair.com for uh, ticket information. Also, check out the membership packages here on Live Paranormal. They start as low as $2.99 a month. And... Uh, Rob Sarek, he's great at rewarding everybody who are members here. So a lot of uh, autographed books by some of your favorite paranormal authors, all right there for the members. If you miss anything, uh, free MP4 iTunes downloads are available immediately following the podcast on the homepage of LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com. We'll bring our host here, Sophia. Congratulations on over 11 years of broadcasting here. Thank you. I can't believe it's been 11 years. I know you're doing a fantastic job. Your show has helped a lot of people, and uh, you got these Instagrams, all these pages, all these things. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram, at C. Tembrelli, and Twitter, just at C. Tembrelli with one L, because my name's too long. Yeah, I know. We cursed you with a really long name. So just drop an L, and you'll be able to find Sophia Tembrelli on, on all the platforms out there. Well, Sophia, tell us about your guests. Today, we welcome Travel Channel and Discovery Plus's Kindred Spirits executive producer and paranormal investigator, Adam Berry. The January 20th new season premiere of Kindred Spirits on the Travel Channel and streaming all day on Discovery Plus. Everyone tune in January 20th on Travel Channel at 9 p.m. Eastern, or as I said, all day on Discovery Plus starting January 20th for the Kindred Spirits season launch. Uh, you can also find Adam at AdamBerry.com, Twitter at Adam J. Berry, Instagram Adam Berry, Facebook Adam Berry Fans, and YouTube Adam Berry. So let's welcome him into the show. All right, Adam. Thanks for coming back. You're more than welcome. How are you guys doing? Hey, well, good. Congratulations. Thank you so much for coming doing on great. today. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Listen, let's confirm confirm that call-in number because I just – tweeted it, and I want to make sure that I got the right number and didn't, like, 
send somebody's private number. What is it? Oh, it's uh, 347. Yeah, 203-0316. Good. That's the right number and not any of your personal numbers. So they're good. I tweeted it, and maybe people will call in. Who knows? Oh, perfect. Yeah, for sure. It would be very weird if it was someone's personal number. They'd be like, why are people (laughs) calling about the paranormal? Yeah, right? Oh, my God. Well, thank, yeah. you for the, thank you for the congratulations. I'm looking forward to season, uh, what is it, season seven. Oh, my God. Season seven yeah. on June, uh, January 20th. We're very excited, and uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's crazy how much time goes by already on season seven. I mean, you guys have such. Oh, um, wait. You yeah. guys have. Okay, we have you back. We lost your connection. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sophia. Uh, I think it's the rain. I'm in California, so it's raining a lot right now, and the Wi-Fi's been a little bit weird. But, um, oh, God, yeah, yeah, you guys have such a great show. Um, what is it like for you just to see the fan reaction over the past seven seasons and, you know, just um, basically, you know, all the hype for this upcoming season as well? <clears throat> it's, um, it's great. I mean, here's the thing. We never know uh, – we, you know, obviously when we started out with Kindred Spirits, um, we didn't know, we just don't know how long it, it would last. We didn't know if people would like it. And I think over mm-hmm. the years, people have people have caught on to our style of investigation, uh, the stories that we tell about each location, the stories that we uncover about who is haunting a location and, and why they may be haunting the location. Um, and I think all of those things combined have built an audience for this uh, series that is really unmatched. Um, I think uh, I love uh, the people that watch our show, uh, the fans, I guess, if you if you if you will, of, of Kindred Spirits, because they, uh, you know, they're passionate. They're passionate about what we do. They're passionate about the mm-hmm. stories that we tell. They you know, watch every episode multiple times, sometimes just to find the ghost bread hidden somewhere, which <laughs> we can get into. Um, and like, you know, it's like they, they want to uncover these secrets and these things that uh, it, they're basically helping us solve the case in a way, you know, they, they sit at home and they have theories. And I think uh, that is what's made Kindred last so long. It's the fans, it's the people that watch, the people that are interested and, uh, the conversations that we all get to have on social media about all the episodes too, I think helps. Absolutely. And we were actually just reading about the ghost bread before the show. So for people in the audience who will just be tuning in to Kindred Spirits, can you tell everyone a little bit about the ghost bread? I can. So ghost, ghost bread is a fake French baguette that was acquired at Maplecroft where Lizzie Borden uh, lived after she was acquitted. We investigated there uh, for Kindred Spirits. We've done a lot of things there. And short story, you can read about it in Amy's uh, book, but the short story is Charlotte was very young and she was with us and we had a couple of things we needed to take care of. So our mm-hmm. uh, our lead producer grabbed this fake French baguette and handed it to Charlotte because she was so young at the time and said, Charlotte, this is ghost bread. This will help you find the ghost. And she was like, oh, 
So she takes the bread, and so we continue to do what we, we were doing. And then we hear, like, this little tiny voice upstairs going, ghost, I have ghost bread. And so, um, so, that, so that, you know, it, it stuck with us. And we used to have two, uh, and one was stolen during the, on accident during the Haunted Salem <laughs> Live uh, episode that we did back in 2019 for Halloween, we put it out in the Proctor house for, you know, as like a hidden Easter egg. And somebody from their crew was like, what is this? And takes it and removes it. And then we didn't see it ever again. But thank God we have, we had one more. And so our, uh, our dear friend, Sean Nichols, who is on, uh, has been with us for years and years and years and uh, crew on the show. He is the keeper of the ghost bread is at his house currently. He runs the official Ghost Bread Instagram. And when you watch Kindred Spirits, if you pay close enough attention, you will see the Ghost Bread somewhere. Usually it's in the reveal. Sometimes it's just sitting on a shelf behind us, you know, when we're sitting at the, uh, at the DVR system. Uh, you, but it's in, it's in weird places. You have to look for it. But I guarantee mm-hmm. you it's there most of the time, and people love to go back to watch all the episodes um, and uh, find the ghost bread. Now, it started uh, right – so the Maplecroft episode of uh, – that Maplecroft episode is where we start the little Easter egg, uh, you know, hidden ghost bread. So you can start there. And you can look through all the episodes, and you will find it. People screenshot it all the time and circle it and send it. And um, it's honestly more popular than we are at this point. Ghost Bread is more popular <laughs> than Annie and Adam. <laughs> and do you feel like the legend has become a truth now? Do you think that the Ghost Bread actually helps you find ghosts? You know, that's a really good question. Uh, I, you know, why not? I don't, I'm not, never going to say never because here's the thing. It's all about it's all about intention and manifestation and if if just as much as like when people use sage and you know they they their intention is to sort of clean their own energy or use it to sort of make themselves feel better or attract spirits or whatever mm-hmm. I think it's the same idea you know if we if we use this bread and you know our intention is this bread is going to get the ghosts, and why not? Why not? I mean, I've never thought of it, but I guess, you know, when, you, when you're talking about magic and things, anything can be uh, an, an attractant, I guess, if, you, if your intention is strong enough. So why not? Absolutely. I mean, like, if I was a ghost, I'd probably be drawn more towards the baguette than anything, just because, you know, I, <laughs> as I'm a ghost, right? I'm probably extremely bored, <laughs> and I would be well, more interested by that than anything else. <laughs> Yeah, and what's interesting, it's not it's not real bread. I, I don't know. Maybe we'll just, like, find the ghost of Ratatouille. We'll find the ghost of Ratatouille, and then that's, we'll be like, great, we found the ghost of Ratatouille, and there we go. <laughs> you know, you can't compete with that. I mean, Oscar Isaac said that he has nothing on Patton Oswald because he voiced Ratatouille. So, I mean, that's in pretty high <laughs> regards if you did find Remy. Exactly, exactly. So in regards to Kindred Spirits as well, I mean, you have done an amazing seven seasons, but how did the show all come about for you, Amy, and eventually Chip as well? Um, yeah, so uh, Amy and I 
were on we were on Ghost Hunters for a very long time, and we both, uh, you know, Amy had Charlotte, and I was just got married, and it, being on the road that long just kind of took its toll on us. But the idea for Kindred Spirits came about from an episode we did on Ghost Hunters at Waverly Hills, where we were interacting with the ghost spirits of some nurses in the nurses' wing. And uh, those that have seen that episode remember that we just kept getting knocks and we were getting answers and we prayed for them. But we were both at the end of that uh, case or end of that night, we were both really sad because we couldn't do anything else. Like we couldn't find out who they were. We couldn't find out what they wanted Mm -hmm. or what they needed. We just didn't, we didn't have the resources. So after we left Ghost Hunters, um, a couple of years went by and she and I were not looking to do another television show, but people kept asking us, like, what would you do? What would you do? And then finally, um, you know, we had a meeting with Destination America, and they said, you know, just what would you want to do? Without any guidance, like, what, what would your ultimate thing be? And it was kindred spirits. It was – we told them we want to go in. We want to, you know, document the activity, obviously, but we want to find out the who, what, and why of the hunt. And we want to help the living and the dead. We want to help both sides of the equation, try to understand what is happening in the location. And, uh, and they were like, yes, that sounds amazing. You know? And we, it, we got very lucky that we were able to just do that. And I think the ultimate goal for us was to show a complete uh, investigation from start to finish the way that we feel like uh, – our investigation should happen for us specifically. And, um, you know, it's been seven seasons and we've been, you know, it is scary at times, but I think what's really awesome is we get to find the truth about the haunt. We get to dig really deep and discover things that would not have been possible, uh, you know, uh, earlier in our careers. So it's, it's, it's been really, it's been really awesome, but that's, that's how it came about. Absolutely. And I know when you're talking about finding the truth of, you know, what happened to these people who have passed on, it can be really hard sifting through historical information to find, you know, what's actually true and what's inaccurate. What is your process in, you know, trying to sift through that and find out just the true story behind what happened to these people? Sure. So um, Amy does a lot of research. Um, We both do research uh, in our own right, but Amy definitely does a lot of research for Kindred Spirits. And uh, she has a whole lecture on it um, at at events. So if you can ever catch one of those, please do, uh, because she goes into in-depth. But we use a lot of the resources that are available to anyone. We use... uh, Online research sources like newspapers.com, ancestry.com. We visit town clerk's office, registry of deeds. Uh, We interview. I mean, we've gotten so much information just by going next door uh, to the neighbors and knocking on the front door and saying, hey, how long, you know, uh, we see because we know we can pull deeds. You've lived here for 30 years. You knew the previous owners or you know the current owners. Like, do you mind talking to us? So, You know, it's we're like I hate to say I mean I hate to say ghost detectives, but we are. It's she and I. It's uh you know we look through a lot of documents and resources and libraries and um 
factual information, and we try to use that, or we don't try, we do use that in our information, in our um, investigations, and then we try to figure out based on facts and then based on evidence what matches up, what what is the spirit trying to tell us, um, and it's not always easy. It's definitely not always easy, uh, but we do our best, and I think, you know, those of you who are listening who investigate on your own, if you're not doing research and pulling history and trying to find factual information to speak uh, with the spirits in the house, using that factual information, you're, not, in my opinion, you're not ghost hunting. You're just sitting in the dark wanting to have experiences. You got you to take it a bit further. Um, and I think we're very lucky that we can, you know, we can do that. Absolutely. I mean, I started investigating when I was really young and in the more recent years I've gotten into just like the history and it can be so mm -hmm. hard to sift through it, but you guys do such a great job with that. Um, what and through your time? Well, I was going to say, no, I was going to say, go ahead. not to cut you off, but I was going to say, um, and it's so fun. It's fun. It's like one mm -hmm. of those things like it is so much fun because not only are you in this location and you know this, you're in a location that has so much history, right? And it's, yeah. You're, like, you're sitting in this like, you're sitting in this location and it's incredible just to uncover the like what this building was like at one point. Like what did it look like at one point? You know, it, it wasn't always if you're in an abandoned place, it wasn't always abandoned. And so to go back and Absolutely. see pictures of it to go back and see pictures of it in its heyday and, and to get to learn about the history is it's so exciting and so much fun. And I think that's another reason why people like kindred spirits, because, you know, you, there could be a couple of people, your family's watching, and half of you don't believe in ghosts, but you mm -hmm. like the history, right? So you're going to like the show. Or maybe you don't like history and you just want the ghost. Well, you're going to get that too. And if you don't like history and if you don't like ghosts, then you're just going to have to like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, think for sure. Some, there's I... something for everyone. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, the history is so interesting i mean there's so much i think that you can find out that's sometimes more shocking than just you know the abandoned location itself the history of the people and you know what they lived through and went through is just so fascinating to you know kind of view life from that different time period because uh, you know life doesn't change in so many ways but it also does and just the way that history progresses and stuff is so interesting and like you said the people who don't believe in ghosts have the history you know uh, my mm -hmm. aunt, uh, she, she didn't really believe in the paranormal anytime I would bring stuff up. She would just kind of roll her eyes, but she was always, you know, more interested in the intellectual stuff. And it's, it's just incredible to, you know, have something like that, that, you know, someone like her who may not believe in the paranormal just can watch and listen to, you know, just people of the time period and be like, you know, this is, this is cool. This is something I'm learning about. Oh, for sure. And, you know, through all of, you know, just your time as an investigator and going through all of the historical records, what has been the most interesting or shocking piece of historical information that you found out? Oh my God. Um, let me think. Uh, uh. You know, I'm going to mention this only because I was reviewing uh, I was reviewing this case the other day, and I I so there was a episode 
when we did the old jail in St. Augustine, Florida. Um, I was the one of those one random times that I got I did history on the case. Uh, uh, Amy actually was on the road, and Charlotte had a concert, and she flew home, you guys, in the early 6 a.m. to go to this concert, not to miss her daughter's concert. If that's not uh, dedication, I don't know what is. Motherly love, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. She flew at like 5.30 in the morning from Florida back home to see this concert like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then she and Charlotte came back to Florida that day because um, it was spring break or school break or something, and um, uh, she was at, Amy was at the case that night. Um, so if that's not dedication, I don't know what it is. But in any case, I got to do uh, some of the history, and I discovered during this that there were two people – uh, that were convicted of murder, uh, and one of them, I feel his name was Robert, uh, said when the when they were being put to death, said my friend had nothing to do with the murders, and then the when they interviewed his friend, uh, he said I did not do it, I did not do it, and if it if it will come to light in the next life if not this one. Mm-hmm. He literally said that in the interview. And then I couldn't, I was trying to figure out, like find more information on this gentleman who said I did not do it. Um, and they had deleted his record completely. Like it did not exist in the files. Wow. Did not exist. Didn't exist. So I don't know why it doesn't exist. I thought that was very, very, very strange, especially with him saying he was not guilty, he did not do it, and then saying that you will find out that I am innocent, if not in this life, the next. And sure enough, that was who we were speaking with at the jail, who was like, I'm not a murderer, and, you know, was just trying to get his message across. So I think that was probably one of the weirdest, like, oh, my God, moments, because not only did we have record from a, from a factual newspaper standpoint of his interview where he did say, like basically cursed them, was like, you know what, if, if, if you don't find out today that I didn't do it, you're going to find out the next life, uh, you know, set his destiny up in a way. And then there was mm-hmm. no, like all of his intake records, his public like police records, all that stuff was gone, just wasn't there anymore. I just thought that that was shocking uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, too. I mean, speaking of history and trying to find out what's historically factual and not, I mean, so much gets lost to time or erased, and then you just have this, like, missing puzzle piece that you don't know if you'll ever find out until Mm -hmm. you get to your next life because it's like you just don't have all the information in front of you. And, you know, with Kindred Spirits, Obviously, you can't say much about season seven, but you've had six great previous seasons, which anyone who hasn't seen the show should go binge watch on Discovery Mm -hmm. Plus. But what are kind of like the standout episodes from each of the previous seasons? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Let's go. Season one, the basement episode, I would say. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. Um, I would say the execution, the executioner episode, executioner, uh, is an executioner episode. I think it's what it's called. Uh, Ghost Train, Crocker Tavern House is a standout. Um, this season, I can. Let me talk a little bit about this season. So <clears throat> the season premiere is excellent. It's incredible. I think it's probably one of the best 
uh, premieres we have ever had on Kindred Spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip Coffee, Chip Coffee is in person uh, on this case, which everyone loves and wants to see. Uh, we have the help of John Tenney on this episode. Um, the, I mean, the evidence that we capture uh, in this in the season premiere is pretty incredible. Like, there's an EV. I'm not going to say where we were, but there's a there's an audible disembodied voice that you hear that we hear and you will hear for sure. Um, it's incredible. So that's awesome. And then I think, you know, it's uh, there's a uh, there's an episode of Kindred this season where we went to Palmyra, New York, which is near where the Fox sisters lived. And uh, we've done this before uh, on other cases, but Amy and I got to utilize uh, spirits or ghosts uh, at a house that was three doors down from where we were actually investigating because the historical society owns all the historic houses on this one block. Uh, and it mm-hmm. all, the whole entire block basically has activity. And so we were investigating in one location, but she and I went down the street to this other location where this lady named Sybil used to live. And she was huge in the spiritualist movement. Um, and, you know, that's the, yeah, obviously those who are listening know what the spiritualist movement is. Uh, it's really the birthplace of what we're doing now. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's all of that. So we were so, so excited to be able to not only to go visit the Fox sisters property, uh, which you will see in a social media clip, uh, to pay homage to that whole situation. Uh, but we were, we got to hold a seance in the parlor of Sybil's house where she would hold her own seances and we used her table and her crystal ball. And we, you know, I'm not going to say what happened, (laughs) but we (laughs) tried to conjure her and bring her to us to help us answer questions about what was happening in a location that was near their house. Um, That is, Amy, Amy says that's her like favorite episode of the season. And it's definitely one of our favorite experiences we've ever had. Um, And then, you know, this season is, we don't really have themes for our season. Like, you don't know what the theme is. Like, there's no really a theme. Mm-hmm. But there's, there seems to be this thread, this, like, through line this season that focuses on um, regret and, like, making sure that, you know, in this life that you do what you want to do, that you accomplish the things you want to accomplish, that you say what you need to, that needs to be said. You know, all of those phrases that come to mind, like, uh, you know, seize the day, no day but today, you know, carpe, like all of this, carpe diem, like live life to the fullest. All of those things people say all the time. And, you know, we we hear them, we're like, yeah, yeah, we, we'll try, we'll try. But in this season, it seems like a lot of the spirits that we make contact with, their message is that. It's like, don't throw your life away on stupid crap. Do what you need to do. Live your day to the fullest because when you are gone, you may not have the opportunity. And so this season is really intense. Um, there's a lot of really intense moments, and obviously there's a lot of scary moments. But the, uh, the idea that, you know, these spirits came through multiple times to, to tell us, you know, don't throw your life away. Make sure you're doing what you want to be doing because you only have one life to live, basically, uh, is powerful. So I'm so, so, so excited for everyone to, to see season seven. Um, 
I, I just can't, I cannot mm-hmm. stress that enough. It's going to be it's going to be really really awesome. And then everyone can tweet me and tell me, you know, Adam, you were right <laughs> when it happened. Just tweet me and tell me. And then you'll get yeah, but the ghost spread was really great this season. Exactly, exactly. The ghost spread <laughs> was was fresh as ever. Well, I know we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with more questions. It's the Ghost of the Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Again, feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. Coming up on a late edition of the show, but feel free to jump into the uh, LiveParanormal.com chat room. And, again, make sure the questions are all capped so we can distinguish among the chatter going on in there. And today we welcome Travel Channel Discovery Plus's Kindred Spirits executive producer, host, and investigator Adam Berry. Discussing Season 7, everyone visit adam-berry.com. That's adam-berry.com. Also, the tweets uh, going a little wild there, too, that <laughs> Adam posted. So, uh, Adam J. Berry on Twitter. So, at Adam J. Berry. Instagram, Adam Berry. Facebook, Adam Berry Fans. YouTube, Adam Berry. The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Tepperly on LiveParanormal.com. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files. And you're listening to Sophia <laughs> Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself all- into your mix of, of voiceovers now. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Oh, poor Dave left out of the uh, audio bites there. Yeah, you can see Dave Schrader along with Ben Hansen right now at thefearfair.com all this weekend. That's thefearfair.com in San Bernardino. I'm trying to unmute. Usually means there's a lot of people uh, tuned in here. So just trying to – and, Adam, we have you unmuted there. Oh, great. Hey, Adam. Thank you again so much for coming yes. on today. You're so, welcome. You're um, welcome. I- I know we've talked a little bit about Kindred Spirits and how that got started, but how did you as an investigator get started? Did you have experiences or were you just always interested? So um, I, uh, I, I don't know what, I'm like, how do I begin? Um, so 
<laughs> it's a long story. So I, I definitely had experiences as a kid. And, you know, I grew up in uh, in the best time, I think. Well, not the best time. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. And, you know, pop ghost pop culture was a huge thing for me. So I was obsessed with ghosts and paranormal and um, experiences as a kid. And, you know, it wasn't until I got older that I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go look for these. I'm going to go find these ghosts. I'm going to go find these ghosts. So I started doing that as a hobby, and uh, I started my own team. And when I say that, I say that loosely. I mean, I had a team, but it was like my husband, which was my boyfriend at the time, my, um, and then our two friends. We, just, we would go out to haunted places, like we'd go to a cemetery, or um, we live at a place uh, on the Cape where uh, in the winter at the time, a lot of these older houses would have house sitters uh, because everyone would leave for the summer. So our friends would be able to house sit these these beautiful old houses from like the eight, early 1800s, late 1700s, and so we would just go there and investigate ghosts. And um, uh, after doing that for a few years, I ended up uh, being on Ghost Hunters Academy, which is a longer story, but I'll just cut to it. I was on Ghost Hunters Academy, uh, and I won that show because it was a competition reality show, which was strange and. My prize was Amy Bruni. I got to I got to work with Amy Bruni on Ghost Hunters, and the rest is pretty much history. Um, I think you know I don't. When people ask me like, how did you get into this? Like, I got into it like everyone else does. You know, it's a hobby that became a career. I don't think I had a choice about the career situation. I think it picked me. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I got very lucky, but I also I so strongly believe that um, it picked me. Like, for some reason, I was chosen, uh, and I'm now doing what I'm doing, and I wouldn't change it for the world. But that's basically, in a nutshell, that's it. Um, I don't know if I can say this. I'm going to say this because I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to say this. So I have, a, I have a book coming out at the in September, which mm-hmm. uh, you'll know more about it later, and I'll have to come on and chat about it closer to time. Uh, but in there, there will be an extensive, there'll be an extensive chapter about how it all began, my entire like childhood and things like that, um, very briefly, will be in that. So that's everyone can look forward. Everyone must look forward to that because uh, I'd love for people to pick it up. But um, but it will be uh, uh, but it'll, it'll it'll be the longer version of that. And I just I think that was an exclusive because I don't think I'm supposed to talk about it, but I did. So don't tell anyone except everyone had just heard. So <laughs> be quiet about it. We'll keep it between us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep it between us and all the people listening. Absolutely. I I think they'll keep it on the download, too, so, you know, it's good. But, um, I mean, that's exciting. Um, thank you for the exclusive. Uh, we would love to have you on when it is um, <laughs> more open to the public to hear about, uh, to talk about your Yeah, I don't know what book. you're talking about. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I actually don't even remember what I just said. Do you? I don't. I don't. It, it just, yeah, it's I so wish weird. I could. Oh, well. It's one of those yeah. paranormal things, you know. Exactly. Talk about the bread more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you broke bread, not news. Exactly. exactly. Um, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, that's exciting, though. Um, you have so much amazing stuff going on. But, I mean, I completely agree with what you were saying about the paranormal because, you know, I tell people all the time, like, it's just, like, one of those weird things with the paranormal, like, 
I grew up in a haunted house. I had experiences at a young age. I was an investigator mm. for about a year before I started having experiences. Even if I hadn't started investigating, I was going to have those experiences. Our house was haunted and nothing was going to change that. So it doesn't matter if I had never become an investigator, the paranormal would always be in my life. And it's just one of those things where it's like the paranormal really does pick you. It just kind of sets you on a trajectory in life where nothing you do is going to change the outcome of you somehow being thrust into the supernatural. Yeah, especially at the, I think, especially at the level you know, that I find myself, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I know that I'm very lucky to get to do what I get to do. Um, and I don't ever take it for granted. Um, so yeah, I agree. And then, and that's, and that's all paranormal. I mean, that's paranormal. We have no idea why it's happening. It's unexplainable, but he, we find ourselves where we find ourselves. And, uh, I don't think we change it for anything. So that's, that's, it's awesome. Yeah, no, completely. I mean, it's just, it's like, you know, it's just weird because, you know, the paranormal is not fully explainable even to us as investigators. And so when you have just the way that you kind of are faded into it, it's just, it's one of those just strange things. The connection is just there, mm-hmm. it feels like, from birth. Exactly, for sure. And, I mean, with Kindred Spirits, you guys have done some amazing experiments and stuff. Is there anything that you haven't tried yet on the show that you would love to? Oh God. Um, let me think. I mean, that's a hard question. I, I don't. I don't know of anything. I guess my my answer is like I, ju- I don't know of anything. Um, that we wouldn't try, if that makes sense. Like there may be things we haven't mm-hmm. tried because we maybe just don't know about it yet, or it hasn't yeah. been thought about. But I don't think there's anything that. I mean, we're not gonna like sacrifice a goat or anything um but but like but i mean and for those that sacrifice goats no offense um but i don't think like i just don't i don't i don't think there's anything that we wouldn't try i mean sophia i have died theoretically on kindred i Mm -hmm. took haunted honey and then i died and that was weird um and greg newkirk when he shows up with dana newkirk sometimes they're like hey let's try this and it gets weird um, but I, I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything, I mean, if I, if I don't want to try it, I'm not going to try it. That's for sure. Um, but I, I think that's what's, that's, I guess that's, what's really great about what we get to do. Like if Amy and I want to try something, we're going to try it because there's nobody, you know, there's nobody there that's, that's telling us not to. And if it seems weird and out of the box, like, you know, at the Crocker Tavern house, when she went to the train tracks and I stayed back at the house and we tried to trigger the activity, we had no idea if that was going to work. We had no idea. And it was weird, um, but we did it anyway because we were like, you know what? It may work, and by God, it did work. So uh, we're up for trying anything. And that's yeah. perfect. Uh, Adam and, you know, it's... Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, Adam and Sophia, yeah, uh, I know you have an episode coming up of Ghost Ships, and it's going to be in Michigan where you explore a haunted freighter. So maybe this has something to do with it. There's a, we have a 586 number here, a Michigan caller. Let's see. Hi, uh, 586. What's your uh, uh, first name? Hi, this is Becky. Becky, yeah. You have a question for Adam? Yeah, I was wondering, I'm really excited for the new season, first of all. And secondly, I was wondering what Adam's been up to in the downtime, what he's been watching, any cool shows or movies and how his doggy is. 
Oh, okay. Hi, Becky. Um, so my first off, Cheeto is great. Sun Pig is wonderful. He did not want to go to bed today. Uh, <laughs> and things that I've been watching. Well, I've been watching a lot of um, final cuts of Kindred Spirits, which I get to see before we air. I've been watching a lot of, like, we just started RuPaul's Drag Race, just started. And so my husband and I are watching RuPaul's Drag Race, um, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. We just started The Circle. We're watching The Crown. We just finished We're Here. I mean, there are a billion things that I need to be watching, Becky, um, but I just don't have time for it at the moment. Um, But RuPaul's Drag Race, for sure. Um, I don't have a winner yet, but I can't stand the TikTok queens. So if they could just get cut, that would be great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Becky. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, Becky. Thank yeah, you thank you for the idea. question. Um, but listen, Adam, uh, you brought up you brought up you brought up the Michigan ghost ship. So we do because uh, that was a Michigan number, and they we yeah. do the um, the Valley Camp. We do the Valley Camp, and so. Um, there is that's up in the Sioux, Sioux St. Marie, Michigan. And those of you who go to Michigan Paracon know uh, it's in that area. We've investigated before uh, with groups of people at Michigan Paracon, but Amy and I never got a, have never had a chance to just investigate it one on one the way that we investigate. And so that episode is really, really incredible uh, because it's just Amy and I on this giant, massive ship. Uh, Brad Blair is there with us. John Tenney's on that case with us, too, because he helps us. You know, he was, he was going to Paracon anyway, and I was like, you're a Michigander. You need to come up here and help us with this case. Um, but that's a really, really cool uh, and interesting case for sure. Well, I mean, that sounds amazing. I mean, ships are, you know, sometimes creepy in general if you're on them alone, and they're just huge. But, I mean, getting to investigate like that is always exciting. Absolutely. And it's um, the history, the history about it is incredible. And um, Adam, just so you know, you know, you should definitely check out Since You Like the Supernatural on Netflix, Warrior Nun, if you're looking for shows to watch. It's a great show. I would definitely recommend. Wait, what's it called? Warrior Nun. It sounds kind of weird, but it's a really cool show. Yeah, I mean, I've got to watch Yellow Jackets. I have to watch... Uh, I still haven't seen Cabinet of Curiosities. I have not finished American Horror Story from this season. I have too much to do. I have, October was so busy <laughs> yeah. to watch any of my favorite, my, yeah. any of my favorite spooky stuff. And then we rolled into Christmas. And so for me, that's like Hallmark Channel all the time, plus every Christmas movie Absolutely. I've ever wanted to see a billion times. So now I've got to get back into the spooky stuff. And, you know, I'm starting with the premiere of Kindred Spirits, and we'll just go from there. Of course. I mean, Hallmark and Kindred Spirits are the things you should start with. Christmas and Kindred Spirits. Yeah, exactly. There's no other way. Exactly. <laughs> um, so with so many cool locations, too, in the world and that you've investigated, where would you most like to revisit to investigate and where anywhere in the world would you like to investigate the most just out of anything? Oh, God. Uh, revisit? Uh, revisiting, I would, I mean, I can always go to Waverly Hills. I'll always go to Waverly Hills. And we are, we're actually, uh, Strange Escapes, Amy's travel company, we are going to Waverly Hills in May. So if people want to investigate with us at Waverly Hills, you can go to strange-escapes.com. 
Um, so Waverly Hills. Um, I've always wanted to go, like, I think, I mean, my husband said this the other day, but he was like, you guys haven't gone to Alcatraz in a long time. I think that would be really awesome. Um, Amy and I always talk about investigating uh, Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. We've always talked about investigating Graceland, you know, because, you know, he find the ghost of Elvis, you know, you, two birds with one stone, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. you'll know, well, he's actually, he's actually dead. Um, and then um, yeah. I think, you know, the, the, the White House, I think, would be really cool to investigate because there have been a lot of presidents that have said um, that the living quarters at the White House are haunted. Um, so I think, especially the Lincoln bedroom and things like that. So I think that would be pretty awesome. I doubt that's ever going to happen. Uh, but that's, I mean, that would be incredible. Absolutely. I mean, those are such great locations. And I mean, it's just, it's incredible how many haunted places there are in the world that, you know, you can't get into, but you want to so badly. So hopefully someday some of them will become, well, maybe not the White House, but who knows? Well, listen, you know what? Why don't you just run for president, get the job, and then you just let us in, right? So that's all we need. We need somebody who's like into the paranormal to get the job and then we're all golden. We'll just come in and hang out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. I would be the best at that because I'm a little too clumsy and I would be a disaster president. I would just fall like anytime they want me to do a speech. So I probably Listen, would at this votes. point, at this point, anyone, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I think anyone could do the job at this point after these years <laughs> that we've had these past years. True. And, you know, speaking of doing a job, too, I mean, with shows like Kindred Spirits, it brings so much recognition to the paranormal itself and brings so many people wanting to become investigators as well. What advice would you give to people wanting to start out as investigators? Um, I think, um, you know, I think curiosity is king. Uh, I think you've got to be curious. You have to have an open mind. I think um, I, I think people should read books. I, I I don't think people should rely. I know it's going to sound crazy, but you shouldn't rely specific, just entirely on paranormal reality television. <clears throat> you know, watch those things um, for fun if you want, and and obviously please watch Kindred Spirits, and you can obviously learn stuff from that. Um, but you learn more by talking to people who have the same interests, going to these conventions and talking to people who like ghosts, listening to these lectures of those that have been doing it, you know, longer than I have. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, listen to the, listen to these people who have been, who have dedicated their life, just like we have to the paranormal, learn, read books, take everything with a grain of salt, believe what you want to believe. Don't believe anything. Make your own way, make your own choices, and just have fun. Literally, just have fun, uh, because if you're not having fun, you shouldn't be doing it. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's so true. I mean, I think investigating should always be taken seriously, but I think if you take it too seriously, then it's no fun for you or the spirit. I mean, they've already passed on. I mean, I think as an investigator, bringing some joy to their life in some way, you know, is important, whether that's doing something yeah. that make the ghost finds funny or, you know, just talking to them in a way that makes them feel comforted. I think it's so important. Yeah. And I, and I would say, I would also add like, you know, don't forget that those, these spirits that you're talking to, they're, they were, they're humans. They were once just like you. 
Mm-hmm. And in a way, they still are. They just, you know, are hard to see and hard to hear. So don't lose your sympathy and compassion because most of the time all of these spirits want is connection, conversation, understanding, uh, communication. And, you know, don't ever forget who is on the other end of that EVP or who is on the other end uh, of that K2 meter or, or whatever piece of equipment you're using. Like, be conscious of that because when you stop humanizing your spirits, it can be more terrifying, obviously, and B, you're, wow. you're doing them a disju- uh, uh, an injustice, I guess, an injustice. Definitely. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show, so are there any upcoming broadcast events, books that I may or may not have heard you mention, websites, or <laughs> upcoming show premieres that you would like to mention? Uh, well, obviously, please, everyone, tune in to the all-new season of Kindred Spirits on January 20th which airs at 9 8 Central on the Travel Channel, but also streams the same day on Discovery+. Plus. Uh, you can keep up with me on all social medias. Uh, she said it. You can Google it if you missed it. Um, I have, I'm releasing a bunch of new stuff this, this year uh, on my merch, adamberrymerch.com. There's this amazing knit blanket that I just posted, so if everybody wants to check that out, um, you can go to adamberryevent.com to see where I'm going to be this year. And I don't know. That's about it, you know? And if, any, if there's anything that's supposed to be kept secret, we'll, get, we'll come back on this show later in the year and spill all the tea. Absolutely. Yeah. You're always welcome back on anytime, Adam. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Everyone, make sure to check out Kindred Spirits on January 20th on Travel Channel and Discovery Plus. And thank you again so much for coming on. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend, Adam. Congratulations. Thank you. Talk soon. Thank you very much. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Adam. Bye. All right. Thank you. Wow. Fantastic show today, Sophia. Absolutely. Adam was such a great guest. I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely not be possible without all of you. Make sure to check out Kindred Spirits. Season 7 airing soon on Travel Channel and Discovery Plus, streaming the same day. Um, And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye. And we will be watching, too. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Thank you, Becky, for the call in today. Great stuff we learned about Adam as well. So, everyone, visit Adam-Berry.com. That's Adam-Berry.com. Twitter at Adam J. Berry. You'll see our he tweeted us there too, the show uh, uh, just a moment ago too as well. Also on Instagram at Adam Berry, Facebook Adam Berry Fans, YouTube Adam Berry, and as he mentioned, events coming up at strange-escapes.com that he does with uh, Amy Bruni as well. Coming up, we have renowned astrologer Jeff Harmon. Uh, that's going to be next Saturday, the 21st. He's going to provide live 2023 predictions on air. Also, Travel Channel and Discovery Plus's Michigan Hellhouse host investigator Steve Shippey, and also Cindy Kazel will be on the program too. That's going to be de- be determined because the launch for that show backed up uh, two weeks, so we're going to find out which Saturday they're going to be on. So, like the ghost host Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com and GhostHunting.com the fan page on Facebook, and we just post what we learn of the guests. As we learn of when we book them, we post right there real time. Also, the fair, uh, the Fear Fair Festival is going on right now in San Bernardino with Dave Schrader, Ben Hansen, all-day live bands, tattooists, illusionists. They have a freak show, everything going on at this event, thefearfair.com. 
That's thefearfair.com for all weekend. The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Tipperly on LiveParanormal.com. We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie as Dion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun.